0: Welcome to In the Schools, a podcast dedicated to telling the story of the people who make the Montpelier Roxbury Public School District an amazing place to grow, learn, and work. We strive to reach our vision of creating caring, equitable communities that empower all children to build on their talents and passions to grow into engaged citizens and lifelong learners. In today's podcast, We hear from Hannah Barden, an MRPS English language teacher, and Ashley DeWa, an MSMS special educator. Hannah and Ashley have been key people and involved with our work around equity in MRPS. We dig in with these two passionate educators about the work that we've done so far and what's to come in creating a more equitable learning environment for our students. Welcome Hannah and Ashley. Thanks. Thank you, it's great to be here. Yes, so let's start um, at the very beginning, just in case our listeners haven't had the privilege to meet the two of you yet. uh, Can you tell us a little bit about what you do for MRPS and and what brought you to our district? Hannah, let's start with you. Okay, Um,
1: I am an English language specialist, um, and it's my job to make sure that the education offerings we have are accessible to students whose first language is a language other than English. Um, and I work um, I'm at the middle school this year but I also work with elementary school students sometimes as well um, and I um, I feel really lucky to be able to do this work in central Vermont um, It's really fun to have our, our diverse population here in Montpelier um, and I have loved languages forever and I and I love connecting with people um, in in the really um, deep way, which I get to do because I know students and families over a period of, of many years
2: during while they're
0: here in school. Yeah. How about you, Ashley? What brought
2: you um, to us? Yeah. So as you mentioned, I'm a special educator and I work at the middle school mostly with the seventh and eighth grade teams, but um, sometimes I get to do services and work with the fifth and sixth graders depending upon the year and the schedule, which is kind of fun. Um, I, whew, what brought me to MRPS? Well, it's then this is my eleventh year here, and um, really, I was looking for a school in a community where um, things were moving forward in terms of special education and inclusion in the classroom, and um, just the the community and the colleagueship and everything here at Main Street has. Kept me doing that commute for eleven years now.
0: I didn't realize that she's been with us for eleven years. Yeah. And little fun fact for those of you who do not know Ashley, she is the woman behind the gator in the costume, cheering it on, which makes me smile every time I see it.
2: <laughs> you gotta, you gotta bring the fun to middle school, right?
0: <laughs> that, is true. that is absolutely true. So the two of have been involved with our work in equity for quite a long time. Um, What got you passionate about this particular work in education? Who wants to start? Ashley, why don't you start this time?
2: Okay. Um, Well, I think, you know, it's just being a special educator, my eye and my ear has always been kind of tuned to equity. Um, how are students who are on my caseload being seen as a part of the general ed community? Um, they're not my students, they're our students. So kind of keeping that at the forefront of teachers' minds when I'm working with them and talking with them. Um, and it really just, my passion for equity, I think, has has evolved from that, not only students um, who have learning differences or learning challenges, but students who are in populations or are just finding that school is a struggle for them, um, wanting to really make sure that we're creating an environment, a community where all learners have a place and have a voice and feel that school is a safe space for them. So just really kind of growing out of my role as a special educator, being an advocate for students. um, I think that's, that's kind of where it all started and has grown into the work that we've been doing over the past several years now.
0: How about you, Hannah? It's interesting, I didn't actually connect it which I should have, but the two of you do work with populations who often struggle in school. Um, Hannah, is that what brought you into the equity work was or was there something different?
1: Definitely, um, definitely getting to know students um, deeply and over time, and really learning to sk- see the school system through their eyes, um, to see the barriers that we are but that are unintentionally mostly, although if you look back in the deep, deep roots of public education, some of those systems were created um, purposefully, but for the most part, we are just sort of unwittingly continuing systems that create barriers for students. And so really seeing it through their eyes, advocating for students and helping them learn to advocate for themselves really made me see those barriers much more clearly. And and I just found that I needed to learn more um, about, why those barriers is, exist, what we can do about them, how we can how we can work on eliminating them. And um, Ashley so Ashley and I started talking about that really early on when i when I joined um, main, main street middle school and and we just kept learning ourselves and then slowly started bringing that learning and talking to more people. and um, and yeah, it's it's sort of sometimes it feels like it takes over those conversations because they're they're really um,
0: engaging and
1: challenging and inspiring.
0: Yeah. So um, our district has been working through the lens of educational equity for quite a while now, um, and and it is uh, for in the forefront of just Vermont education as a whole. Um, you can't often go anywhere without talking about educational equity. And we've had tons of starts and stops, which actually I was reading a book the other day and it was saying like, that's not a failure. That's just learning from what you're doing and then moving forwards more because it's important to you and it's something you value, right? But we certainly have had our starts and stops. One of the things we've tried to do as an equity team is really define educational equity for our district and, and what that means. So can you talk a little bit about um, the time we've spent? I feel like it's always in draft form and maybe it should be um, around how we define educational equity here at MRPS? Yeah,
1: I mean, you can see that definition right in our, in our mission statement and right in your introduction when we talk about we really want to empower all children and basically that's where the equity team starts from and, and we're really, you know, diving into that word all and, and meaning all, all students. and so we define that as in the equity team as providing access to a high quality education for all learners, and really, and really, as I said, focusing on that word all. Um, I personally, and we've had conversations with this as a team, also uh, I really think about our work has to be then removing the barriers that prevent students from accessing that that um, equitable equitable experience and. When And this is where I find the, the rubber really hits the road when actually you start making people angry is then what has to be done ultimately is actually reallocating resources, right? And that means everyone's for equity until it means that they have less access to something um, in order to make, to make the access more equitable. So that's where I think the hard work comes in. Um, when you're really digging deeper into what what does it mean, what is the idea of equity is, is easy and when you actually put it into practice. Um, I think you really are, you do have to look at actively eliminating those barriers and reallocating resources.
2: And I think the one thing that I would just add to that is, you know, we as a district equity team over the past few years have really, we've we've had deep conversations about, you know, so who are we talking about when we're talking about equity and Hannah touched on this when she talked about, we're talking about all students and all members of this community. Um, We really, you know, there's right now in 2020 and 2021, there is a lot of focus um, nationally on race equity, Um, but we also talk about Ability. We talk about social socioeconomic status. We talk about um, religion and how that plays in with the MRPS community and the systems and the, our calendar even. And how how does that all work together? So um, equity is is huge, um, and we really are just trying to find ways to. Um, focus on what are what are the current needs of our students and, um, and how does that, how does having a definition or a focus or a vision work to support our MRPS community.
0: So what are some of the things that we've done as a district, like actual things that we've done as a district? The two of you are um, instrumental this year in particular in planning professional learning opportunities for your colleagues, for our colleagues. Um, through different um, staff meeting times and Martin Luther King Jr. Day that we've dedicated to equity work each year. So what are some of the things that maybe the population at large may not know because it's such internal work?
2: Well, I think the first thing is within the district equity team, we really kind of decided, At the beginning of this year, a little at the end of last year that we needed to be breaking into subcommittees to really do this work, because um, we could we could all talk together on one thing, but then we're leaving out other pieces of the puzzle. So um, our the district team has broken into a professional learning group, a group that kind of focuses on curriculum, a group that focuses on systems and hiring um, and so I, I think that's a really big piece of it. Um, and I'll let Hannah talk a little about what our professional learning has been this year because she was, um, I like to say, she's the brainchild behind our um, MLK um, PD day, even though she will try to say, no, it was a team effort. Um, it really, it, it came from it stemmed from her ideas and then we were all there to support her putting it together and adding our own input as well
1: um that's very kind of you ashley i i mean really what it what the professional learning comes down to is that um because we have been working on this work for a while and because we're a a Fairly large for Vermont and dynamic district. People are in all different places um, in terms of what they need know and what they want to know, what they need to know, um, and and just and and the access they have to to different levels of systems or or students. And so um, so we the professional learning we tried to make really um, dynamic and offering choice and um, giving teachers, some teachers and some um, other people in our, in our district have really spent a lot of time learning about equity and are ready to really take on some projects and try stuff and, and not sit in a room and talk about it anymore, but look at, try changing a system, try changing something in their classroom, try um, setting up something new to, to see how that works. So that, that was our goal with, with the professional learning was to offer basic information for people who who wanted that and needed to talk about that and also offer opportunities for for people to really actually try stuff and put it in practice um i'd love to get a, give a shout out to our building level equity teams who really um go above and beyond meeting in in their quote unquote free time <laughs> carving out time to talk to each other and to really the things that they're happening in front of them really talk about what can we do where can we go with this? And also student groups, um, the, you know, a, a big part, I should have mentioned at the beginning of this chat that um, a big part of what spurred Ashley and I into action, after, you know, we were talking, but then seeing the, the high school group come together and really start advocating for themselves, gave us sort of that, that fire, that push, that, um, that impetus to, to do more. And so the student groups have really um, been inspirational as well
0: mm-hmm. and you two do you two still lead the middle school racist, racial justice alliance yeah. Have a name.
2: yeah we're called the equity alliance here at the middle yeah. school but hannah and i lead that um and this year it's been great we um noelle roddy williams has been leading an affinity alliance for our students of color um as well so we have two groups going on at the middle school this year
0: Well's a busy lady. We got to get her on this podcast. She's working at the high school, too, a little bit. Awesome. Absolutely. Uh, so what opportunities has this pandemic given to the district's equity work? When you think about this past year, Ashley and I were just talking about how we're kind of counting the days, maybe, but not yet. <laughs> but we have had some opportunities that were presented to us this year in terms of our equity work that hasn't that we didn't have before. So what what kind of things could you two think of?
1: Well, the first thing is that we are, so many systems are just having to be rethought and redesigned that it really is an opportunity to um, be thinking about, um, be thinking about how we can make those systems function more equitably and be more inclusive. And um, Libby, I was really inspired from the beginning, from day one, when we were going home, um, you and the other sort of people at the district level were thinking about what about the people who some people you know this is a scary situation we're going home we don't know what's happening um, but right away people were thinking about food and people whose jobs were in danger and people who needed child care and access to technology and so I think that um, I was really proud of of just the fact that we've been having these conversations I think really primed us as a district to be thinking about that when we were making all those decisions. And we will be, you know, continuing as we move forward, redesigning systems. And I think that's a huge opportunity. Whenever we're um, thinking about how a system can work, we can think about the most marginalized or um, the the people who have the least access to whatever resource we're talking about and and design that thinking into the system. So I think that's a huge, a huge opportunity. Um, Also, there's just, more things are accessible on the internet things are happening um on the internet and so p- transportation is less of a of an issue um for some people and you can just since we're in a relatively rural area people can connect with people all over the world and so that's another real um real strength or asset or opportunity of this situation
2: mm-hmm. Ashley, what
1: would
2: think, you add? yeah i would just add like from a professional development professional learning perspective um The majority of our district equity team was able to attend a national um, equity conference in November that we probably probably would not have been coming to a city close to close (laughs) enough to us for for the team to be able to access Um, and even with our district-wide professional development day in January we were able to um, have a keynote speaker who himself is a teacher um, teacher author phenomenal um, Matthew K came with to speak to us, and uh, that's just an opportunity that probably would not have been there if we had been functioning in our pre-COVID minds. Um, so I think you know, as Hannah has said, the it's just it's opened up to new ways of thinking and new ways of just being in the work and with the work and. Um, we're just, we're thinking about how do we share our information? How do we share our knowledge? How do we find new resources in different ways? Um, And it's, it's really benefited, especially from a professional learning perspective. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, we've also had to revamp our curriculum quite a bit in terms of prioritizing it. So it gives teachers a better chance to look at what they're teaching and the cases they're using, case studies they're using through an equity lens, which is lovely as well. Yeah, still working on that piece. Still got a lot of work to do, but still, it gave us an opportunity to point that out. <laughs> um, so, from your perspectives, what's the biggest? Ch- I mean, there's so many challenges to this work. It's not easy um, in any way. And if it were easy, we'd be doing it already, right? We'd be doing everything well already. So, what do you think the biggest challenges to this work is for school systems in Vermont?
2: Well, one of the things that you mentioned earlier was like the starts and stops and how that, um, you know, it's it's a good thing if you're finding yourself doing lots of starts and stops because you're kind of examining, okay, where are we right now and what needs to be addressed right now? But I think one of the challenging pieces is that, you know, school districts, we're, we're full of faculty and staff who, some of whom have been a part of the district for years some of whom are just joining us some who are coming from places that have had a lot of focus on equity some that have come from districts that have had no focus on equity so um one of the challenges from my perspective is that we're all kind of in different places um and need to meet people where they are, but also need to like get everybody to that same place because in the end, um, you know, it's it's students first. Um we should be we should have our learners in mind and um whatever the needs are, that's what we need to be addressing. Um one of the ways that we try to to mitigate that a little is Hannah and I for the past two or three years. have done just a kind of a quick crash course during the new higher orientation days. Um, and that's just really a surface level overview of equity and what we're doing in the district. But just I think finding ways to make sure that everybody has access to the same um, information and same level of um, professional learning is one of the challenges. I would say um, another um
1: Another challenge is just the the deep sort of personal level of of doing this kind of work and um, and the fact that it's not that you can check it off and do it. and the fact that our our brains are are very, very full. I mean, as teachers the um, any school employee is juggling so many things from moment to moment to moment um, and so it's really um, it it really. to to prioritize, to focus on anything, you really have to make a large effort to to do that, to schedule the time, to make the brain space. Um, And so as teachers, everyone in the school cares deeply about about the kids, the learners, the students, um, and to to not be distracted. We have to take care of so many little fires through the day and to really, Take care of those needs and also have the bigger picture in mind without without getting overwhelmed. I think is is one of the biggest challenges for work in our school, Um, and that's why I think that that having administrative support is super important. um, And I'm grateful for that. Um, So I sort of two answers that deeply personal nature of it being sort of a you know you have to really dive be willing to dive into your own your own self and also um, be willing to to make time and space for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of competing drivers as well, right? (laughs) Um, All right, last question. What are your hopes for the future of MRPS with our work in educational equity? My vision is just that um, equity becomes
1: something that is just woven into every decision we're making all day long, that we're, we're actively prioritizing, needs of of students whose needs are who, who need it the most and um that we're whenever we're designing a system or a designing a homework or a lesson any kind of learning activity we have um social justice and the needs of of all the students um in every decision that we're making and i think um sometimes that sounds overwhelming but it also just um my goal is that it just becomes second nature, that that's how we are designing curriculum. That's how we're thinking about systems. It becomes, when we're hiring, those are the questions about, about equity and um, and justice are in our questions. So it's just becomes part of the air we breathe that we're always, I don't think we're ever going to say we're done with this work, um, But we. but it becomes always sort of threaded through everything that we're doing. And I think that that's the only way that we will really make make long-term progress
2: um yeah i agree with a lot of what hannah has just said that you know maybe we wouldn't have to title our professional learning days as like an equity pd day um but that you know like regardless of what the focus was for the day equity was a part of it um also that we get to a place where, as you both have mentioned, we'll, we will, equity is work that will continue and continues to change every day, um, every year, so it's it's not something we can check off the box, not something that we'll be done with, but um, my hope is that we get to a place where when we have student input, when we hear student voice, um, there's they, they are responding that um, MRPS is an equitable learning environment and community for them. Um, because that's, that's my ultimate goal is, is that it's a community and a place where students feel like they have just as much space and place to call it their own and feel like um, they're in an equitable environment.
0: What a lovely way to end. That was so, um, that was it. You made it, you made it through. So, a big thank you to Hannah and Ashley for taking the time out of their day to talk with me. Thank you. Oh, thank Thank you. you. Anna Hip co produces In the Schools. I'm Libby Bone Steel, the superintendent. Join me next time when I drag another group of talented educators in the MRPS staff to come talk with me about a fun little topic. Till next time, wash your hands, stay at home, wear a mask, and stay strong, Montpelier Roxbury.